and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2021 Kia Telluride. That's right, the 3 crossover from the folks at Kia. You can take a look at this Kia Telluride on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're at their cruise on the internet superhighway, you can head over to our Facebook page and click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about this Kia in just one second. But first, we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Road & Track is now fully loaded. The magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you join the Track Club by Road & Track, you'll receive six supersized issues, access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Mr. Raynal, tell us about the 2021 Kia Telluride. I think it, that I think you drove that car, right? Uh, you spent some time with the Telluride? I thought I was interviewing you about the Telluride. Absolutely correct. I spent some time with the 2021 Kia Telluride SX V6 all-wheel drive. What a car it was. And you have the reins of the show. You'll be you'll be handling the questions today. Oh boy. So you drove the SX trim. Where does that fall in the lineup? What was it like? The SX, I believe, is as good as you're going to get, which means it came with all the bells and whistles and all the bells and whistles price, which we will knock out really fast. Mr. Randall, just take a stab in the dark. How much do you think this car cost? 45 grand. The base price is 44 and change, plus, you know, delivery and destination. Uh, that, that's another 1100 bucks. But more importantly, all in, it's $50,000. Wow. $5,180. That's what I said. I seem to remember something about them, the, the tire rides ranging from like 35 to 45 or something in the four or five trim levels that they have. Four, I guess. Yeah, it's, it starts at 32 and change, and it goes to 50, which is not, you know, hey, if you're in the business of building cars, that's a good place to be, right? You want to have as many options for people to build their cars how they want, right? Yeah, and isn't it true that most of these three rows, you know, that's sort of the, the entry point, right? 40, 45, something like that for a medium-sized three-row crossover? I think the average transaction price for any vehicle, any new vehicle right now is in the 40s. So what did you like about the Kia, oh. if anything? Oh, uh, let me, okay. Full disclosure, I own a Kia. So a bit of a little warning out there. I own a Kia Sedona, not to be confused with the Carnival. It's a Korean domestic version and now it's current version in the United States. And Mr. Reynolds, no joke. If I owned two cars, one would be a C8 Corvette and the other would be a Telluride. This thing's stupid good. Well, you did a little walk around. Why don't we check that out? And we'll do that right now. All right. Let's talk Telluride. That's right. The Kia Telluride, the 2021 Kia Telluride. Giving you a little walk around. Just standing at the front, front three quarter. This thing looks menacing in a good way. Massive grill, cool headlights, nice daytime running signature lights surrounding it. Makes it look really cool when it's running. It's sitting on a set of 20s, some 245-50 20s, some Michelin rubber. Looks really good. This is the SX trim. Uh, which means it is loaded. It's also the all-wheel drive. It comes with the 291 horse, 3.8 liter V6. So it is pretty potent at the rear. Cool signature lighting as well and cool LED brake lights, taillights, uh, power tailgate, which I'm going to throw up for you right now. Pretty effortless. Now it is a three-row, which means if you want to move a couch or something, you'll have to slam down the three rows. And that's pretty easy. Uh, it's got captain chairs in the middle. Uh, so that's, that's not too bad there. Everything slides pretty easy. Climb in here for a second. 
Yeah, the captain's chairs are nice. There's there's a bunch of ports in here. Uh, a bunch of plugs and ports, USB ports. Enough for the whole fam. Some could say ultra suede headliner. A bunch of air conditioning ports as well. Lots of buttons, which we're going to talk about in the drive, I'm sure. A nice little gear selector, traditional gear selector, not a rotary dial or anything. And a lot of drive modes. Yeah, there's a lot to say about the Kia Telluride, which I'm sure we already have. But just looking at it, still, it looks gorgeous it does have a lot of presence it is quite a large vehicle but that's you know what you want from a big three row crossover yeah this is a home run this is a home run from the folks at kia but that's enough yammering on let's head back to the studio Okay, so talk to me about the interior in particular, because I do think the exterior looks, I think it's a handsome devil. But from what I recall, when I've driven Telluride, the interior build quality is quite surprisingly good. Can you yes. elaborate or tell me I'm wrong? No, 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 totally accurate. So this Telluride had the captain's chairs. I would not get the captain's chairs. I would get the uh, seating for seven. I think that's how many with the, with the bench seat. But the materials, the fit and finish, everything, I mean... You might be shocked to say you spent 50 grand on a Kia, but you're getting your money's worth. Everything is nice. It's nice soft touch materials. The infotainment screen was responsive. The sound system was phenomenal. The metal accents for the buttons and everything felt nice. Steering wheel was nice, like a leather wrapped steering wheel. I mean, everything felt right. And it felt, again, like you're getting your money's worth, which that's, that's, a, that's a lot to say at $50,000. You're getting your money's worth. Talk to me about, in particular, that the center stack and the center screen does that look does that look integrated i could be wrong but i i seem to remember it just sort of sitting up there on like a perch yeah so that's fair that's a fair criticism the center stack is not super well integrated into the design which i think that's the case across the kia lineup they're going with that like ipad in a dock on the screen look and you know that's not great it's maybe the the weakest part of the whole experience just in terms of design but it works right it works well it's easy, it's easy to grab you know what i mean it, 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 the screen's responsive it's fast it, it works well and what you see is re uh, received you receive it well you know what i mean the information's nice and clear the, the, the screen itself is nice is what i'm getting at it's a good screen just you know the design team maybe that might be the one whiff of the uh of the whole telluride which is a small whiff you know what i mean that's not the biggest criticism you can have is the screen's a little tacky did you get a chance to check out the third row and, and the leg room therein uh unfortunately no but i did you one better mr Reynolds. i actually had this kia while we were moving and uh are you familiar with a couch <laughs> of course i've seen them yes 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 you've heard about them no uh so we use this <laughs> telluride to move a couch so that should give you an idea of how much space is in there. Obviously, we folded the seats down in the second and third row. But we moved an Ikea couch from, you know, Ikea to my homestead and it fit, which that should give you an idea of how much interior space there is. Obviously, you know, leg, leg room and hip room is a slightly different argument than a couch. But just when I was moving stuff, this, this third row seemed spacious enough for, you know, a person. Hmm. Did you drive the car? Did I drive the car? Hey. Are you suggesting that I also recorded me driving this thing and we're going to play that right now? I was curious if that could happen. Oh, I think it will. Alrighty, let's go for a drive.
Yes, 3.8 liter gas direct injected engine is not as loud as some of the other cars we've experienced. I'll turn this down. Uh, but it should do the job. Uh, yep, just a little gear selector here in the middle. Standard little gear selector. We're going to drop this down onto drive. And away we go. Yeah, just the first brush. Uh, throttle seems nice on tip-in. The all-wheel drive system seems to pull you away pretty good. Acceleration seems linear. The eight-speed doesn't seem to waffle too much. Um, lots of buttons. So you can talk about all the buttons right here. There's a heated steering wheel button, which I am going to click on because it is a little chilly today. Uh, a full array of buttons to control the heater and air conditioning system. Uh, a little toggle for the seats, heated and ventilated. They're basically toggles and switches for just about every function of the car you'd want. Which is good for those that are more button friendly. Now, that is probably a dying trend because buttons are expensive and software is cheap. And screens are still getting bigger and bigger. <clears throat> the cruise is just right on the steering wheel. Click, cl click cruise and then just slide it down to get your desired speed. Up to get your speed. Uh, does have lane keep assist, which works pretty well, and adaptive cruise. Now this is the ultra loaded version. It's about 50 grand, which I'm sure we'll talk about more on the show. But you get what you pay for. I mean, the seats are comfortable. Uh, three rows, captain's chairs in the middle. Not exactly what I would pick, but you know, I want to seat as many people in a car as possible. <coughs> The brakes are good. The suspension's soft, as you'd imagine, uh, being kind of a family cruiser. But power delivery is there. Not a lot of road noise. Uh, we were just cruising only at 50. You probably didn't hear too much of a whisper of wind. Um, get some noise from the road itself, but not a lot of wind noise. Uh, it's got fairly big wheels on it. And these roads are a little harsh yeah the interior is nice and well appointed the seats are comfortable a little ultra suede headliner it feels like a very luxurious crossover which makes sense at 50 grand but you know hey this is this is not a bad car to roll around in as we talked about on the walk around it does look fantastic but i think we're gonna head right back to the studio if there's a young person in your life who's really into cars, give them the gift of R&T Crew, the ultimate subscription box by Road & Track for kids ages 6 to 10 every other month. A box is delivered to their door and is stuffed with cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chuck full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now to receive the all-new Snack Attack box and enter code AUTOWEEK for 10% off an annual box subscription. Just head to rtcrew.com, that's R-T-C-R-E-W dot C-O-M, and use code AUTOWEEK. Okay, so I have some questions that I actually wrote down while Ooh. I listened to you uh, talking about the driving situation. How much? What's the horsepower, and is it enough? Uh, I think, like I said, two ninety one on the power, and yeah, yeah, the it is it feels powerful. It is also thirsty. I don't have exact numbers for you. I can give you the EPA numbers really fast, but I did drive this a lot, and it drank a lot of gas. We're looking at. 
23 combined, 20 city and 26 highway. So it is a little thirsty, but it is, you know, it felt very powerful. Okay. So now, as you always say to me, to the question that we dread, that is always the hardest question to explain, what is this thing's reason for being? I mean, and, and really, this is a great car to ask that question of because there's a gazillion three-row crossovers out there. Why do we need another one? And why do we need this one? For example, not to belabor it. Sorry, I'm taking over your show. Please. The, the you know, Hyundai itself has a great, Hyundai and Kia have great crossovers exactly like this. I mean, the Kia Sorento is basically the same car with a different body. The Hyundai Palisade is the same car with a different body. Why do we need all these crossovers? What is this? Mr. Wren, what is this car's reason for being? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair question. I, and I've been thinking about this a lot right since I drove it. Because like you said, there's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a very, very hot market, this kind of large three-row crossover space. Everybody's got one or two for customers to throw their money at. And I don't know how cliche I'm going to be with this, but I think that this Telluride is kind of Kia's arrival right? As like a, we're going to do this big crossover. It's going to be kind of expensive. It's a true 100% effort into this three-row crossover space. And, you know, it, it kind of looks like a Ford Flex. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like the the minivan for folks that don't want a minivan that Kia also has, and it's fantastic. But yeah, I think its essence is it's like it's coming out moment as, as, a, as, a, as a staple in American, in the American car world, right? I mean, and it's, that's, Maybe not doing service to the other fantastic Kias that come before it, but I think that this is really a, a statement for Kia. If that if that makes sense, it does, and I, and I, and that's a good way to wrap it up. But I do have to say one thing. I think part of that statement was when this thing came out as a concept car. As a, De- I, I'll never forget it. It was at the Detroit Motor Show. They introduced this as a concept car, and it blew everyone's mind. And they and everyone said they'll never build it as good looking as this concept. But damn it, they did. It's a really good-looking crossover. Let's cut her off right there. Thank you, Mr. Wren. Anytime. Uh, yeah, I can get behind the wheel of a Telluride. I'm a happy camper. But thank you for asking these questions, Mr. Randall. I look forward to you doing it another time, and I look forward to driving another car. That being said, you listening, hey, why don't you head over to Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this bad boy. Drop us a quick five-star review. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear about in the future. And also, hey, while you're cruising the internet, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button, that we get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily. And I know I say this often, and I know you're probably tired of hearing about it, but I can't stress it enough. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you so much for listening.